You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. The hole with eight to go. Kadari finds Odakali. It's off. There's the follow. Well, he missed it. Watch out. It's over. <laughs> Welcome on to BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawks are with you on a Thursday, presented as always by BetMGM. A lot of great stuff coming to the show today. Joe Osborne, Vegas Insider, will join us in about 40 minutes. Brad Evans for Bally Sports the Stadium will be with us later in the show, 11 a.m. Eastern hour. A lot of NFL today as we look forward to the divisional round. Props, Survivor, maybe a Saturday tease. We'll get to all that and, and this coaching carousel I want to touch on. But let's talk about last night. We were on college basketball last night, a little NBA. And I, I thought the games were entertaining. Unfortunately, the, the UConn story is going the wrong way now. They blow a 14-point lead. They lose that game to Seton Hall. Probably the biggest win for Shaheen Holloway since he got there uh, to start this season. And Marquette Providence, I was watching because we were all on that 7.5 last night. And I, I started watching about like – right before halftime, into the second half, Joe, and they built like a 12-point lead. And then it kind of hovered around 12, 10, 11, maybe jumped to 14, 7. And we were kind of hovering there. I think it might have dropped to 6 at one point, five minutes to go. And I was like, this is going to be tight. Marquette covers by a half point. Marquette 83, Providence 75. Kolek made all his free throws. I mean, that's it. Yep. Those in the final minute. You never know how it plays out. How, uh, I mean that—that's what happened with that one. Damn, was that number right on? That number Perfect. was. It, it is a ama- It is amazing with college basketball with all the free throws and the fouling that goes on in the last few minutes. How many times, like this time of year with limited football games, and now that college football is over, if you watch SVP with bad beats, it's all college basketball. Like it's amazing some of the stuff that happens. Maybe people turn the game off because they're up by so much, and then boom. There's a comeback or it falls right on the number free throw situation, just throwing the ball up at the last second. It goes in uh, to mess up a cover. Uh, so, yeah, you, we go for, from a great night to a not so great night. And UConn sucks. UConn sucks. They lost again. <laughs> yeah, UConn does suck. I think if I knew Marquette's um, 2003 Final Four team and – Dwayne Wade was going to be there. Maybe I would have thought differently. Maybe that's what gave them a little boost. I was annoyed about that, but oh well. I mean, I I like our thought process on it, but not our night on the Providence seven and a half. Yeah, it it was close though. It was. I mean, let's let's also give a little credit. Are they back? Are Paul Aspen's West Virginia Mountaineers back? They knock off TCU (laughs) last night. Is this the start of the run? That's what I'm wondering this morning. Is Western mm. Union back? And Paul wasn't even in on it. He's like, oh, not, no. not as a favorite. I'm, I'm, I'm out. I've on seen one. something now. It's fine. Like as a favorite, good. it wasn't good. Of course, they jump out by like 15 right, right off the bat. But you know, this is. I'm not upset. Like I'm not. Oh, I missed it. Like this is a positive sign. 
I like, mm-hmm. you know, and they'll, they'll go on a run from here. Um, I've got more long-term goals than, you know, just night in and night out. <laughs> so we'll see how this goes. But it was, I mean, it was kind of, I'm not upset that I didn't play it. But, I mean, TCU was just playing so well. And West Virginia could not, like, they, they were losing all these coin flips. Like, nothing was going mm-hmm. right for them. It, it made sense. as like, I'm not all that surprised that's exactly what happened last night. And TCU hit more than half their shots, too. It, it was just Virgi- West Virginia killed them on the boards. I mean, that's it. Yeah. Second chances with the offensive rebounds. I think it was uh, plus nine in favor of the Mountaineers. So, I mean, that was the difference in the game right there, that even if uh, your opposition is shooting the ball well, if you get those second, third chances, you have a real good shot at winning, and that was the difference in that one. Yeah, so it's a good I night costumes. Owe- I owe uh, Jokic an apology. I didn't think he would get three triple doubles in a row, especially on a back-to-back. He heard my play, no double-double, and he said, you know what? I'm offended. I'm going to go out and get another triple-double. So that'll be the last time that I fade Jokic because he got another triple-double, three in a row for him. So well done. I believe they've won 19 straight games at home. I mentioned yesterday, home court advantage in the Western Conference is going to be significant. No one wins on the road this season. The Grizzlies and the and the, uh, the Nuggets are pulling away. I mean, they're like six games up now in that Western Conference and everybody else. They're pulling away. The, the Jokic story is amazing to me. It's like no one accepts how great he is. It's like, yeah, he won back-to-back MVPs, but like he's not the best player. What if he wins another one and wins the title? I, I, I just it, – it's, it's funny how dominant – he is night in, night out. Yet I, I never, even now, I never think of him in that same realm as Giannis or LeBron before that. Like, we don't really think, maybe it's because he's chubby. I don't know what it is. He just doesn't have the look of he's the best player in the league, and he might be the best player in the league. He's incredible. I want to say market, but that's just not true. Like, we've seen great players from the Thunder get their just due hanging out in Oklahoma City. You just mentioned Giannis up in Milwaukee. In the NBA, the market doesn't matter. Um, the time that you play shouldn't matter because we hype up all these players on the West Coast, especially if they're wearing a Lakers uniform. So I I think – I don't know. I don't know what it is. Uh, I think part of it is many people decided that he's not winning three in a row because we rarely see it, and that's probably part of it. Yeah, yeah, because I feel like Carmelo was a huge star uh, with the Nuggets, and maybe that's yes. because we followed him in high school. And and Jokic just doesn't seem to get the same kind of love. Maybe that extra fat Joe G is what helps him do this night in and night out. You know, he's got that extra energy. <laughs> I don't know what it is. The guy's incredible. Triple double last night. They're number one in the West, and maybe maybe he needs to get to the finals. But he has had a lot of early exits or earlier exits than maybe he should have. And I don't know, but they they certainly have a real chance this year. So. We'll get to some more college NBA later in the show. All right, let's get mm-hmm. to this um, co- this coaching carousel around the NFL right now because the way I look at it, it's really the Sean Payton carousel, right? They, they, we have some jobs open, some names will be there, and you know who it's going to be a coordinator or two that gets one of these jobs, and it, there won't be that much like wow. The pay, I, you know, I feel like the Payton thing is the linchpin to every one other job, right? Harbaugh's going to stay at Michigan. We found mm-hmm. that out. So it's Peyton, and then everyone else will slide in. I, I just find the reporting on this amazing, that he's looking for 20 to $25 million per season. And if you want him, you have to give the Saints draft picks. 
That, that, we've never seen a coach get that much money. I don't know if Belichick's salary is public, but like, who's making that much money? He's going to be the highest paid coach in football, and you have to give up picks for him. That feels like a lot. Here's what's different: he's an offensive guru, which is what everybody's looking for, and he's going to call the plays. So that's that's different in the sense head coach last play caller. They're going to get a lot of money. Just because it hasn't happened, I can't sit here and say he's not worth it. With everything that's in face of the organization, you speak for the organization, the head coach, you're the play, you run everything. And any team he goes to, it's an automatic boost big time. How many times have you said that? Oh, Sean Payton had a terrible game. Terrible game. No, you, you give him credit and you think that, that any team that he's coaching has a chance because Sean Payton's on that side. I for for the top head coach play callers in the game, they're underpaid right now. Yeah, but like you mentioned, I don't know what Belichick makes overall. Whatever it is, he's probably been underpaid. I think he would be worth it. He'd be worth that money. What does it matter? It doesn't go on the salary cap. Who cares? Who right. cares? No, it's the, the picks draft, too. The, the draft pick compensation is interesting. Now that could. What if it's one? It could be, you know, it's more about the money than the draft picks. That could be interesting. Now, you know, people throw it out there and think that comp normal compensation for a top head coach like this is a, is a couple first-rounders, and I think that's fair. W would you give up two first-rounders for, for Sean Payton? I, I see teams give up multiple first-rounders for a shot, a, dr a coin flip, a dream on a quarterback in the draft which you know nothing about. You have all of this information and the sample size of a Super Bowl winning coach in Sean Payton. I think he'd be worth it, both for the, the trade compensation and the money. So I'll answer it this way. If you're the Broncos, right, because that's, that's likely where he's going to go, that they're probably the favorite right now to get Sean Payton. They don't yeah. have their pick this year. So if the Saints say, give us your next two first-round picks, because you, we don't have one this year, he's going to walk in there with Russell Wilson and three years without a first-round pick? I mean, good mm -hmm. luck. I mean, good luck getting that train back on like a championship level. I, I don't know. I, I'd hesitate to do that because it just feels like it's going to be hard to make it work, Aaron. I, I don't know if I'd give up that much if I'm the Broncos. Yeah, I also think like Sean Payton, just for sitting and waiting for the right opportunity because of the timing. We talked a lot like this season about how many coaches are going to get fired this season or should get fired this season. And with a lack of, you know, good coaches out there, he's got so many opportunities. And, you know, I think some teams really, really need him and could use him. Well, look at the places he's interviewed. Where would you go? So Arizona's involved. You mentioned Denver, interviewed in Carolina, Panthers, Houston, yep, uh, not Indy. <laughs> that tells you so much about how they go about things. That, that Ursay's like, I'm not giving up any of my power to Sean Payton or anybody. I mean, that's what it's about. That's what's more important. Don't tell me it's about winning. That's what it's about over there. Um, if, if you're him, Houston, forget about it. Denver, I, I understand why you would say so, but I'd have hesitation for the situation, the lack of draft picks, as Georgie mentioned, and you're in the AFC West. Man, what, what do you have in Carolina? It feels like they have a base there, but you have no quarterback. Maybe you attract one and say, hey, this is the weakest division in the NFL. You don't, we you just had a team win the division that was under 500 with the Bucs this past year. Like maybe you can sell them on that. that. That feels more like a clean slate and you can run the show in Carolina. 
the Arizona one, I, I think he could get sold on that. I think he could sold on uh, going there and lifting Kyler Murray. Yeah, I could see that. And he's the favorite to go there, I believe. He's the favorite to go to Arizona. Last time I looked, it was he's the favorite to go to Arizona, and then the favorite is the favorite in Denver still Dan Quinn, or is it or is he the favorite there too? Well, well, right now he is the second favorite for Arizona, but it's really close. Sean Payton is plus three thirty. The plus three hundred favorite is Brian Flores. Mm. So maybe uh, better thinking going from the stupid thing they always do. Oh, we had an offensive mind. Now let's go defense and let's go offense next time. It's blah, blah, blah. So stupid. Does, um, does he also yeah. need to go somewhere where like he'll have a good relationship and a lot of control in terms of like who the GM is as well? Because sure. I could see, you know, he's going to, Sean Payton's probably going to want a lot of say. And if you've got, you know, a GM who uh, might have an ego yeah. and put his stamp on things, that might be a problem too. I don't think it matters. You hire Sean Payton, he's in charge, right? Isn't that what it is? Well, that kind of money, yeah, I agree. Yeah. I mean, it's probably got to be very clear that what he says goes first. Did, did Mike Mayak have any power in Vegas over Gruden? Yeah. yeah. Like, that's how I would look at it. Oh, my gosh. So if it's 20 a year, what are we looking, five for 100? Because Gruden yeah, he's probably the, He's the second $100 million coach. I think, I think Gruden is the only one that ever had – that number attached to him, $100 million for yeah. a coach. I think the new thing for coaches is to be sit out for a year. He's more popular now than he was a year ago. He went to Fox. Mm -hmm. And he also, his, he's airing his entire negotiation on Colin Cowherd's show every week. It's amazing. It's like, yeah, I think a late first-round pick. It's like I've never seen it like this. It's, it's actually kind of fun to follow because we, we never get anything from these guys, right? We just hear about they interviewed. He's telling us this. I, I saw he did a um, – I guess his daughter works in media now, whatever she does. Oh, uh, sports podcast. betting media. She does sports oh, betting. Okay, mm -hmm. okay. So yeah. she, but he was on her podcast, and I saw a clip, and she asked him. She yeah, she asked him about the odds. She's like, "So, what do you think?" And she reeled off the odds <laughs> and the teams. And then I thought it was interesting. He said, well, "You forgot to mention Carolina," which I maybe he was just having mm. fun. Maybe he just wanted to increase his leverage. I don't know what he was doing, but could yeah. be. If well, I had to guess, okay, I'd guess which, Arizona. If I had to guess, Arizona which, or Denver. Which owner do you think will give him the most money? Let's start there. I think Carolina's the answer. Which team well, right. do you have the lowest expectations? Probably Carolina. But does he want to go to that division? Well, he ran it, he oh. ran it by him, you know, in this, with the Saints, he could run it again. Do you fear no, I know. Else? Yeah. You don't fear them, but does he want to deal with the noise of New Orleans twice a year? I don't think he minds. So we think he wants the bag. We think he wants the most money. Wow, don't we all? Then, yeah, well, right. <laughs> but, it, but I just I always wonder with coaches, if it's 20 here and 20 here, like, it, what's the difference? It's not like And it's somewhat winning, more. too. Like, where's he, where's he going to have the best chance to succeed rather than money and a challenge as well? <sighs> I If I'm him, I'm going to the NFC. That's it. I, I'd say Carolina. That's what I would do if I was him. If he believes in Kyler, and only he knows if he really does, that's an interesting spot. Yeah. If he believes in because nobody else has a quarterback as Woo! talented as Murray. Though, mm -hmm. I, I mean, I don't believe in Murray, so I'd, I'd run far away I from that. I was going to say, see. does anyone we'll on see. this show? No. Well, maybe Sean Payton does. All right, coming up next, survivor <laughs> options for the division around. 
and the Saturday teaser. Are we all in? That's next on the BetQL Network. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.